Thanks, Mo. Thank you. you Thank you for having me. Yeah, easy day. Uh, did you train this morning? No. Um, so my fight is in September, so uh, I'll actually start the camp next week. So, uh-huh. like, this week is kind of uh, just getting back in a, a, a mint shape, but fine-tuning before I actually start the camp. So, as far as, like, two-a-days, I'll do all that next week. But will you work out today? Will you do something? Will you go running, assault bike, something? Yeah, we spar today. Our, we have practices at night. So, oh, okay. 7.30 is today. We spar today at 7.30. Awesome. Are do you train seven days a week? Is there some sweat that pours off that perfect skin of yours every day? <laughs> uh, I try and train six days. I need one day rest. Uh, MMA is pretty tough, so it's hard to kind of power through it every day. So you do kind of need at least a day. I'm going to give you, uh, since I know a little bit about you, since I've scoured the web about you, I'm going to give you a little background about how we ended up on this podcast together. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> uh, 15 years ago, I started working for a company called CrossFit. It was very, very small then. And then uh, about a year ago, I stopped working there. And I, so I was there 15 years and I finished there as the executive director of media. So I started there when there was 300 gyms. I finished with 15,000 gyms. I was in charge of everything that was forward facing to the public, whether it be YouTube, Instagram, ESPN shows, all that. And I had a podcast when I was there. And then I took a year off. I wasn't working anymore. I took a year off and I'm really focused on my kids. I have these three boys, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, two four-year-olds and a six-year-old. And uh, they do martial arts five days a week. They do jujitsu and striking. And so while I was at CrossFit, I met a lot of amazing athletes. CrossFit is kind of, in a nutshell, it's where professional athletes go to die or want to be professional athletes go to succeed meaning you're six one and you want to be a wide receiver in the nfl but you're just like you have everything but you're just not tall enough mm-hmm. so what do you do you you know m- maybe you played like the the new big guy in crossfit his name is jason hopper he played at clemson but just didn't make it to the pros right so he picks up crossfit at 23 and he can express that physical capacity just like kind of like you can in mma but these guys don't want to get punched in the face right <laughs> right so, or maybe they don't want to punch someone in the face. I don't know. So while I was there, I met tons of amazing athletes and CrossFit's huge in the military because one yes. of the, one of the basics of CrossFit, one of the basic tenets of CrossFit is, is if your life, if your fitness and your, if your life depends on your fitness, you should probably do CrossFit because it's great for gen- general physical preparedness, like jumping out of a window, chasing down a bad guy, running from a gunfight, carrying a mm-hmm. baby out of a burning building. So that's kind of, that's the cornerstone foundation of CrossFit, right? Picking up your grandkids, all that stuff. So um, so while I was there, I met a guy named Josh Bridges and Josh used CrossFit in 2005 to get into the Navy and be, he became a Navy SEAL. And while he was there, he became a CrossFit darling. Like everyone loves him. He's funny. He's easygoing, doesn't get offended by shit. And he was, and he was great at the sport. He's one of the best ever at the sport. So now that I'm not there, I'm, I'm also been, became a huge MMA fan. First I was a boxing fan and then I became a huge MMA fan. I thought I was a huge MMA fan. I'm really, I realized I'm just a UFC fan, right? I watch all the embedded. I watch every Saturday. I haven't missed a show in seven years. Like I'm just pumped. So there was, so I have this podcast now and it's doing very, very well. I'm 60 some odd shows into it. We're in the top 100 in a bunch of categories in the UK, Brit, 
in Australia. And I'm like, man, I, and I'm interested in a lot of different stuff, but I'm like, I should get some, uh, UFC fighters on. And my favorite UFC fighter is, um, Jordan Levitt, the monkey King. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and before I always liked like, you know, the big names, like the Conor McGregor's, right. That was like, I always just liked the big guys, but now I'm like starting to really enjoy, I'm, I'm liking different guys for different reasons, right. Not just the hype. So I had Jordan on and Jordan, I asked him, Hey, do you have an agent? And he said, yeah, I have an agent um, named Jason house. I'm like, Oh, I should look up this guy. Maybe it would be fun to interview him. And in the three interviews I watched about him, there was one guy he kept mentioning over and over and only one guy. They would ask him about Moreno, but who would he talk about? Mo Miller. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. So I go, I go onto his Instagram account. I'm like, oh shit, this guy will talk to me. He's only got 2,500 followers. He's as desperate, he's as, desperate as I am. Yep. And, and, uh, and so what's funny is, um, my, so Josh with the, and so I'm friends with Josh and normally he doesn't co-host the podcast, but he's my, he's my boy that I, I text with on Saturday nights when the fights are going on. Right. And now Josh, you know how like it's become this thing for people to box who aren't necessarily boxers. Yep. I've seen that. <laughs> okay. So Josh is, um, Josh is, do you know who Eddie Hall and Thor are? Those two giant guys who are going to box it out. They the main event. Yes. And yep, so yep. Josh is on the under, not even the undercard. I think he's the co-main event. He's the fight right before that. And he's fighting another CrossFitter named Jacob Hepner. So I'm like, oh shit, I got to get and, and I, and Josh wrestled in college and you wrestled in college. So I was like, oh, this will be cool. We'll, we'll invite Josh on too. So he'll be popping on in a minute. So that's the whole. Okay. I got you. <laughs> that's the whole. So as I, I, as I dig into your camp, I see you have the amazing coach, Marcus, uh, Mirinelli. Correct. And you have Stipe who trains at your camp and yep. Jessica, I. Jessica, for many years, she was at our camp. She recently moved to Vegas now. Okay. And, and, uh, man, so you're, you're, you're in it to win it. And as I did research on you, that's when I realized, oh, I'm not an MMA fan. I'm a UFC fan. And now because I'm interviewing Mo Miller, I'm actually digging deeper, right? When, when I watch the UFC, I always see, oh, this guy's eight and oh. And I'm like, how can he be eight and oh and this be his first fight? But now I get it, right? The mm -hmm. LFA, Bellator, like I'm like, I mean, I'm embarrassed to say I didn't even know who Michael Chandler was until like three months before he went to the UFC. What a joke, right? <laughs> so thanks for coming on and thanks for kind of forcing me to dig deeper into the, into the world of, of, of fighting. So what, uh, what made you like, just from Jason mentioning my name or did you like, like my fight style? All the, well, so just mentioned, so I went, I did a bunch of watched a bunch of videos on Jason. Then I heard him mention your name a bunch of times. And then, so then I started watching all your videos and then I'm like, yeah, I loved it all. M m although I really like your fight style. Um, I, I have obviously a ton of thoughts about it in regard, like you're obviously come from a wrestling pedigree, right? And then mm -hmm. you talk about how you did Taekwondo as a kid. Um, and so of course I'm like, Oh, this is going to be interesting to watch him like his hands. And I know you talk about your hands a lot. Like, okay guys, you don't think I have hands. Uh -huh. Let me show you something. So, um, it's, it's you and Jordan are the first two guys where I'm getting on the bandwagon before you're big. Yeah. You know that's I mean? <laughs> so I'm like, and when I, I used to, I used to think I was a huge football fan as a kid, but really I just like the Niners and the Raiders cause I'm from the Bay area. Right. So, um, and, and I never kind of, I never swayed away from that. If they didn't play in the Super Bowl, I didn't really watch the Super Bowl, but I watched all their games every Sunday or Saturday or Thursday, whenever they'd play. 
but but fighting's sort of becoming a little bit more it, it's probably i'm more into i'm more into fighting than than uh any other sport i've ever been into josh really? thanks for thanks for uh so sorry thanks guys. for presenting sorry us with your great presence buddy <clears throat> apologize apologize josh how you guys Mo, doing Mo, josh nice to meet Mo, you nice man. to meet you you too nice to meet you too mo who are you <clears throat> fighting in september uh, his name is Brandon Lewis. Um, I actually can't tell you too much about him. Uh, they offered me him probably like three months ago. So normally I like to, uh, so that's the longest I ever had to prepare for an opponent. So normally you get two months, which is, uh, July 14th in my mind. You know what I mean? Is when. That'll be the two month mark. So that's when I like to kind of look up my opponents because, uh, five months knowing about somebody, uh, in this fight game, like it can change opponents or a lot of things can happen. So I don't, I don't like to, uh, really look them up until it gets closer to time, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. And is it, is it with the LFA you're fighting? No, this is actually, uh, for Dana White's contender series. Oh, oh wow. nice. Yeah, so oh. a, a chance to get in the UFC fight for a contract. Okay, man. That's awesome. And I'm yeah. sorry if I missed this, but like how long have you been fighting for? So MMA, uh my first fight was in twenty sixteen. Okay. What did, what's your background before that? Wrestling and taekwondo. So Okay, okay. Black belt and taekwondo, uh three time all American in wrestling. No big deal. And no big beat. deal. Where, uh, where, where'd you wrestle at? Notre Dame College, Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I yeah, know where yeah. it's at. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So are you, are you from Ohio? I was born in Plainfield, New Jersey, but uh, I came here when I was like five years old. Canton, Ohio. Okay. Yeah, so where yeah, the Pro yeah, Football yeah. Hall of Fame is. Yep. I know. Yeah, I've been there. Been there many times. I've actually been to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, been to Ohio a bunch of times. Um. Yeah, man, Ohio's got great wrestling. Yeah, real good wrestling. Uh, great wrestling. Yeah, yep. so I wrestled. I wrestled a little bit in college in an NAI program, so not a, not anywhere on your level. No, nah, yeah, you know, man, the guy wrestling. It don't matter. You can find <laughs> dogs in any division. That's true, man. That's true. I know that's that's crazy, but um, but yeah, Ohio always had some tough wrestlers. We had a we had a, our heavyweight in college was from Ohio, and he was. He he looked like a bowling ball, but man, he could do a gainer off a diving board. It was what crazy school were you at? Athletic he was. Uh, Linden Lindenwood. Yeah, Lindenwood is pretty tough. Yeah, right, yeah, Lindenwood they're, got yeah. some good wrestlers. Yeah, that yeah. They uh, the year I was there, we won NAI nationals. I wasn't on. The, I wasn't the starting lineup or anything like that. But but still, um, I was just a I was just a practice room dummy. You know, beat up on. <laughs> Josh, pull, can you pull the mic closer to your mouth? I could barely hear you, dude. <laughs> Sorry, brother. Yeah, no problem. You're you're actually saying some good shit. We should probably record it. <laughs> I played uh, I played badminton at lunchtime um, in high school. It was t- it was tough. It was tough. I could see that. It was tough. Those kids were good. Um, where were you born, Mo? Plainfield, New Jersey. And how old were you when you moved to Ohio? Four or five years old. So and, I was raised in Ohio. And uh, what was your first uh, what was your first exposure to sports athletics? Uh, I got two other brothers, so I'm the middle child. So we played pretty much every sport. I wanted 
Taekwondo wasn't my first sport. I want to say it was either baseball or wrestling. And was your house nonstop wrestling with uh, three brothers? How how old are your how What's the age range of that? So I'm 28. The oldest is he'll be 31 in November. And the youngest is 26. So we're okay. all pretty. So there was a, there was a lot of wrestling, bloody noses, pushing, <laughs> shoving, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. Did that play a role in you being so comfortable being physical? Yeah, yeah, I always. And Canton is a tough city to grow up in. You know what I mean. So uh, having two brothers is always something physical going on. You know what I mean. So I think that definitely did help with the toughness and help prepare me for. MMA. So, are your brothers are your brothers wrestlers or anything like that? They they fighters. I made it the furthest in wrestling, uh, college wise. My older brother he um he went to college for football, Mm. so like in high school he wrestled and football, but he was better at football. Younger brother, uh, he was good and everything. So he didn't really have a focus, you know what I mean? So uh he ended up coming to Notre Dame with me for a year or two, but he wasn't he didn't want to stick with it. Yeah, it's a tough sport, man. I tell my I got my I got two little boys and I'm, you know, I both got them into wrestling real young, five and three, and uh I kept telling them like, man, it's a, it's a it's a hard sport, but I mean if you stick with it, you'll be a world champ, you know, because most kids won't. Most kids will quit before when it gets tough, when kids, when they move up a little bit and all of a sudden the kids are really good and it's like, you know, it becomes a, like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not the biggest man on the block anymore. Right. I, you know, and man, most kids will give up, but if those kids that stick with it, those are guys that become world champs. It's crazy. Yeah. Not even, uh, not even world champs, just, uh, just what wrestling brings, you know what I mean? Dis- yeah. Discipline, like you said, how to win, how to lose. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, man, it's it's a it's a it's a phenomenal sport. And every every professional athlete that I've ever met has either said, "I wish I was a wrestler," or "I was a wrestler." You know, it's kind of crazy. It's uh, it's crazy. And I, and I got blessed. I just I, I I had no interest in going into wrestling when I was uh, I was a baseball. I played baseball. I played soccer. Um, and then the high school wrestling coach came to like junior high, and he was like, "You, you he walked." I walked past him. He's like, you should be a wrestler. And I was like, okay, sounds good. You know, and I went to the wrestling room. That was really it. I'm short. I'm five, five and you know, stocky. So he's like, yeah, you should, you should be a wrestler. You, you, you got no hope in anything else. So I was like, fair enough. Well, well, how, did, how did you get pulled in to wrestling? I, I saw that you used to wrestle 106 your freshman year. Yeah, me. Uh, or 104 was it? What was it? It was 103. 103. Uh, they changed it to 106 nowadays, though, high schools. So for me, uh, my dad wrestled a little bit in high school. Uh, so it was always in my mind. Uh, and then, uh, elementary school, I had a friend who wrestled the previous year, basically, uh, brung the flyer to me, like, Hey, check this out. And at around the same time, my older brother was in middle school. So he wrestled for the middle school. And I tried the uh, youth league that was around, and I uh, and I loved it. You know what I mean? It went all the way up into uh, high school. But as far as the, uh, I wouldn't even say I was like a really like really a wrestler, if that makes sense. Up into probably up and even up into college, like I was just mm-hmm. like athletic. 
So I didn't really have the, uh, I knew I was missing something. Like I didn't really have the technique like everybody, like all the better wrestlers have. So like when I got to high school, I was super small. I was 85 pounds. Ooh, how yeah. tall were you? Uh, probably, I don't know, five two, five three. I ever talked like eighty pounders, you know. What wow, I mean? so so I was, you were like you were like malnourished, skinny. Basically, so yeah. I, I was a, uh, I was a uh, younger for my grade too. You know what I mean? And I didn't get held yeah. back. Like my parents didn't believe in none of that stuff. I actually didn't even wrestle the first half of my freshman year because my dad, uh, he thought I was too small, giving up twenty pounds. More, yeah. more to the kids that's cutting weight, you know what I mean? And we're in, uh, we're in Northeast Ohio, so that's one of the toughest areas. Then, uh, halfway through the year, my brother was on the team and he came back and said the team they lost to had a small 103 pounder who was like 90 pounds. And then my, right after that, my dad was like, you can go to practice. <laughs> <laughs> so I went, I was like, I think I finished that year like 10 and 16. But I, it was varsity, oh. so I was like super happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you get a jacket. Or as a, as a yeah, person? big jacket because I was small. <laughs> yep, gotta grow into it. Yep, yep. That's right. Why was Canton? You said you mentioned Canton was tough. What's tough about Canton? Uh, I think it's hard to like make it out there. You know what I mean? Every it's a small city, so I don't know. It's like a lot of envy and hate it's hard nobody's like helping each other you know what i mean come out so like i don't know it's just rough area dangerous neighborhoods uh but it's a lot of good people there you know what i mean a lot of great athletes a lot of a lot of good people come from there if you can make it out you know what i mean and and do well in life but i think it's just a small city not a lot of opportunities so it's not much for people to do you, you you've mentioned your father a few times. Your your parents didn't never got a divorce. No, nah, they they had their ups and downs though, like anybody else. Like I, my brother is, he'll be thirty one, so they've been married thirty years. Incredible. Yeah. Um, you see, like you know, the, what I don't know what the divorce rate is in the United States, but it's like fifty percent, right? Mm-hmm. And you see, like eighty five percent of the people who are incarcerated, it's they come from broken homes, and and like you can attribute that to like all sorts of stuff people who get cancer it's crazy what how powerful that metric is to have both parents at home do you yep. do you see the role do you see the the importance of that role in your life or since you're yeah. in it you can't even see it yeah definitely i i know it's important uh i'm in that same i grew up in them same neighborhoods you know what i mean and uh, a couple of my friends they don't have that father figure or someone to uh not want to disappoint if that makes sense you know what For I mean? Sure. So yeah. like having that authority like guided me and my brothers, you know what I mean? It's hard to raise three boys in that neighborhood, you know what I mean? So or in that city. Uh so just having the guidance all the way up until I left the house, college, I could see the difference. Yeah. I was reading an article about you. I think it's a pretty old one, but it basically said that when you went away to college that you never went back home again because you wanted to train all year round because you felt the need to keep learning. Yep. Two, two, two part questions about that. Um, how was that instilled in you that like that desire to keep going, uh, to, you know, to not want to go home to keep getting better. Well, let's just go with that one. How, where did that come from? Uh, just, 
my competitive nature and not wanting to lose. You know what I mean? I just off the top of my head, I uh like I said, I was small in high school, so uh I took my lumps in high school. Uh so I never made it to state. Uh I got recruited to Notre Dame is a powerhouse division two uh school. Like we can compete uh with most D one schools. So I had a guy who was kind of from my area. Uh, he came to the district tournament just to watch. He was already at Notre Dame College. And he seen that I had potential, like, even though I lost. You know what I mean? So he uh, was like, hey, I think if you got in a situation like this, like, you can do well. And uh, they won their first national title when I was a senior in high school. So I'm like, my team, not that good. You know what I mean? In high school, uh, I come from football town uh football basketball town so when i hear national championships i'm like i want to go so uh <laughs> and i didn't have too many offers just because i wasn't a um state quality in ohio you know what i mean like it's you, it's tough yeah it's a tough wrestling program and i was division one so i was wrestling the <clears throat> best guys i didn't get whooped on don't don't think that but <laughs> I, it was always i just didn't have the technique that came down to it tournament time, if that makes sense. When did, no, for sure. When did you say you started wrestling in, in middle school or fifth? Like, like right fifth before? grade, but fifth it was grade, like yeah. all athletic. But still, yeah. You know you're, I mean? yeah you're, you're a phenomenal athlete, and so you were able to like push through those times. Or I was the same way, right? Like I tell my kids this all the time. It's the same. Like, you're going to come up with kids who just have more mat experience, and in wrestling, that is huge. It doesn't matter how athletic you can be when a kid's been wrestling since he's been three or five years old. Like, and Those around the right they, people, like Olympic yeah. coaches at five years, you know what I mean? I didn't, I never had none of that, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. You were just, you were just a raw athlete yeah. that you know picked up on skills, man. It's, it's impressive for sure to go to a D two school. That D two is huge. I don't care what anybody says. Like you said, studs come from all programs. I yeah. mean, I saw guys at JUCO that were phenomenal freaks. Yeah. You know, In any individual sport. It don't matter. You, I think you can make it as long as you put in the work. But to go back to your question uh, about staying up there, uh, I just felt that I was behind technically, you know what I mean, to be on a national championship team. And uh, and I never wanted to, like, not start. So, like, I, even though I was small, I always started in every sport and growing up. You know what I mean? So, like, I didn't want to go to college and not start. So I, I knew I was behind, though. So I redshirted my true freshman year. And then I just stayed up with some of the guys that were staying up, all Americans, or just learning. I knew if I went home, I'd be, like, wasting the time I can to get better. You know what I mean? So I uh, those four summers helped tremendously. Did you have an AC just turn on in your house, Mo? Probably. <laughs> oh, okay. I just want to make sure that the, I just want to make sure I know where that that little wind sound is coming from, or the windows but, or something. I don't know. If it, Josh and I are close, if if it was him, I could just start yelling at him. But you and I, are <laughs> close. So we got another twenty minutes before I start yelling at you. All right, that's all right. You you um you you brought up something that I also read in the article that you were the only person who didn't win a state championship who was on the team. Only person who didn't go to state. Go to state. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's how I knew because. Even though uh, we were D2, 
Notre Dame attracted a lot of state champs from all over. You know what I mean? So a lot of nationally ranked guys, like they always reloaded. You know what I mean? So I I had to figure out. I knew I was just as fast, just as strong. I just knew I was missing something. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, when you walk into a college wrestling room, there are no chumps in the room. Zero. Right. You know, it's like it's it's it's. It's such an extreme. I felt like it was such an extreme jump from high school to college. We're like, I, we had actually a really good program. I'm from Missouri, um, and we had a good program. We were, you know, the th- three out of the four years we were, I was there, we won state titles as a team. And so, like, our program was really solid. And we still had guys in the room that you could just beat up on, right? That just really, you know, they were just there to to get in shape. But man, when you walk into a college wrestling room, like. It was a in like the level was insane. Like every per, I felt like every person in the room was a two to three time state champ. Yeah, from wherever state they were from, mm-hmm. it was nuts. Yeah, I, had, I definitely I had, took my lumps. <laughs> I, I had a friend who won the um, many years ago. He won the New York State High School Wrestling Championships. Exact same thing. He said he went to college. He said he couldn't hang. He said one year on the college team. He said like exactly what you said, Josh. He said it was a whole different. He says it's not even like the same sport. He says they're just savages. Yeah, yeah. it was brutal. I remember, I remember doing conditioning workouts. Like I actually always thought like, so I was, you know, in the military, I was a SEAL and I actually tell people that I thought college wrestling was physically more demanding than like when I went through SEAL training, Really, it was insane. It was crazy. It was, I, I mean, I remember doing stadium runs. We, you know, we did stadium runs and we watched three practice teams on the field. Like it was like men's soccer, women's lacrosse, and women's soccer come and go as we were doing our stadium <laughs> runs. It was nuts. Man. Yeah, that's it was, I was like I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> and then we went and then we went into the wrestling room after that. Yep. It was uh it was a different level. And I I think that's what makes uh I don't want to say I shouldn't say easy, but it, it the transition to MMA. Is going through that, you know what I mean? Because MMA, yeah. it's a grind, but it it ain't that type of grind. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah, there's just so many different skills that you have to learn. Yeah, and like when you're working skills, it's t- typically not as exhausting as something like wrestling, where it's just always just a gr- a grind. Yep. Mo, Mo, how old are you? Twenty eight. I'm forty nine. And I've, I've gone through a life of, you know, vices. Like I had a drinking phase and I had a smoking weed phase and I had a chasing the girls phase. And like now that I'm, I don't know, a few years ago, you basically just start getting rid of all your light vices and you start kind of living your best life. Right. Um, but, um, and at 28, I would have never thought this, but do you think there's anything sadistic about how much I enjoy the sport? Like here I go. It's Saturday. I'm so like, I can't wait for this Saturday. I cannot wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna work out in the morning. I'm gonna play with my kids, and I'm gonna take a shower. And I'm gonna sit on my couch, and I'm gonna watch men in in booty shorts beat the shit out of themselves from three o'clock to ten o'clock. And like, it, like, like, what's wrong with me? Like, it, 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 what what is going on here? Do you have any thoughts on on the? Uh, no, the I think that pe- I think we need fans like that in MMA. Yeah, <laughs> I think is a it's a hard sport. So because uh, coming from our background wrestling, he probably can tell you it's not too much support. It, the yeah. stands aren't being filled. You know what I mean? It's families. Yeah, it's families. <laughs> so like a lot of people don't understand wrestling, but like we didn't do it for that. So, but now 
I think uh, I think that's part of the reason we do it is for the fans. But what's uh, Mo? What's your favorite part of uh, the training aspect? Is it? Is it? I mean, obviously you're you're a phenomenal wrestler. We all know that. Um, is it learning like striking? Is it learning uh, like? Are, obviously, you probably are learning like Muay Thai, uh, Jiu Jitsu. Like, what's your favorite part of it? Uh, my favorite part is learning the skills. Like I said, I come from wrestling where I was just a straight athlete to understanding the techniques. You know what I mean, and what and what they're used for, and what they can do. So, like learning each individual's um, martial art is like endless. You know what I mean. So, I think yeah. I think that's my favorite part, just because I, I I'm never bored in right. MMA. You know what I mean. I'm always I know I'm not the greatest in the world, so I know mm-hmm. is um, I can get better if I think. Um, the best wrestler will try and be the best boxer. You know what I mean? So, like, um, I like the attention to the little details each sport presents. Which uh, which one are you, pref- like, where are you uh, enjoying it the most, I guess? Uh, which which uh, which art? Boxing. Boxing, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm like, like I'm, I'm, I've been, I just started boxing about a little over a year and a half ago, and I am loving it. Yeah, I've it. seen that. Like, it's <laughs> It's crazy. I enjoy it so much, man. Yeah, I think. What do you like I, about I, it? The striking, the footwork, the. <clears throat> I think how 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 much for me, sorry, uh, how much more technical it is than I thought it was. Yeah, like I was like, you, you watch boxing, and you're like, oh, this this isn't that hard, and then you do it, and you're like, wow, it's incredibly like technical. How throwing punches, slipping punches, moving footwork, everything. It's yeah. Yeah, um, for me, I just uh, I think it's something a lot of MMA fighters skip over. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think it's an advantage for me to really get all the details and the sweet science of boxing because most fighters uh, they don't go too in depth with their boxing, if that makes sense. Like they throw yeah. the one twos or and add a kick or whatever to it. But it's a lot in boxing that a lot of MMA fighters are leaving on the table. Like a lot of s- skills that. Uh, that can help you in MMA, and and from my perspective, I don't think uh, MMA is taking advantage of it. If that yeah. makes sense, I can see it's that. It's crazy to me to hear you say that they would skip over it. I it, it, it and it's always weird for me to see <clears throat> fighters who look like they're out of shape. I mean, clearly they're not out of shape. They get into the ring, but you're basically getting in the ring, and someone's basically trying to kill you. <laughs> right. They're trying to fucking turn your turn you off. Right. And to hit the off switch on your brain. And so, like, I would think that you would feel this insane pressure to leave no stone unturned, right? Have your nutrition dialed. Have, like, your boxing dialed. Like, I just, it, it's, um. It's not that common. Uh, I think uh, MMA is an ego sport. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, if I'm a wrestler and, I don't, and I'm 5-0 and taking you down, you know what I mean? I'm on top of the world right now. You know what I mean? So, like, uh, some people don't feel the pressure to adjust or the need to adjust. Uh, others just don't like boxing. <laughs> like, I'm not, that's that's a true thing, too. Uh, yeah, I can see that. So, I'm not sure uh, why they don't take advantage of it, but a lot of them don't. Do you, do you think it could be, like, they think, like I thought before boxing, you know, like, oh, it's just striking. It's just throwing punches. It can't yeah. be that. It can't be that complicated, yeah, right? I think where, 
you know, it is, it's crazy how like you can see my coach is just like, he, he's like, he's like, when you, when you bring your arms out wide, it's I, I can see it all day. Right. He's like, it's, it's like, I can see those punches coming from a mile away. Like, and, and so like trying to disguise your punches and things like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, probably, you're probably right. It's probably just, they're like, it's not that complicated when you actually get into it. It's insanely complicated. Yeah. And I train with, uh, like in my gym, strong style, half of the side is MMA and half the side is a whole nother boxing team. So mm-hmm. when it's, uh, like we do, uh, like Mondays are stand up only days. So mm-hmm. I can't shoot for a takedown. You know what I mean? Only mm-hmm. Muay Thai boxing, <clears throat> something like that. So like, if they say only boxing, I'll just go over there and box the boxers you know what i mean so right so they humble me uh numerous of times you know what i mean so like i don't like that feeling and i would rather it happen in the gym than in the ring so yeah, i go yeah. i go with them as much as i can just to clean everything up that's awesome mo there's a there's a video of you on the on the internet it's like a basically a compilation of you picking i don't know if it's the same guy or different guys but picking guys up and throwing <laughs> them down on the mat and there's one particular video where you pick the guy up and he's really high, like parts of his body are <laughs> up over your head. And the commentator goes, I think he says something like, Mo, better be careful here. And why does he say that? I don't know enough about wrestling. Is there a certain way you, you can't throw him down? Oh, you're talking in the wrestling match, not MMA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not MMA. It's like it's old, some vintage footage. Yeah. And, uh, days or high school days. In wrestling, uh, when you lift them, you have to come down with them. Okay. Like, and I think your knee, they might have changed it, but when I was wrestling, I think your knee has to hit as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it was like your body had to hit, I think, before Forest. their body. Right? Yeah. Yeah, before theirs. And okay, I can't yeah, turn them. That makes them. sense now. And I can't, okay. like, turn them and, like, put them on his head. <laughs> yeah, okay. And you did set them down more gently than the other guys who you had lower. The guys you have at waist level, you slammed down. But this guy <laughs> you had over your head, it was like WWE. Like, you could have just thrown them anywhere, it looked like. <laughs> And the commentators, oh, Mo, better be careful here. I'm like, what do you mean, better be careful here? That yeah, other guy you can lose a point. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> There's a. Um, do, do your parents have any concerns about combat sports? That uh, other other men are punching their son? I wouldn't want anyone punching my son. Uh, my mother. Uh, but they came. So they came to all my wrestling matches, even in college. So they like wrestling. Uh, my dad is a combat sports fan. He like boxing, wrestling, MMA. So uh, when I first, I graduated college in 2015. So in 2016, I had my first fight. So she was like, you just graduated. Won't you go be a lawyer or some shit? You know? And uh, But she know I like to compete. So uh, And she didn't know how good I was at it. So she, that's the first thing that come to her mind is like getting hurt so i had six amateur fights five pro fights so 11 fights and uh and i haven't got hurt knock on wood or punched in the face hard or whatever so she she haven't really seen the worst of it yet and you're undefeated right in all your amateur fights and your pro fights yep nice you made, you made a comment i think in college where you felt like hey i just feel like i can take anybody down did I say that? <laughs> I think so. Basically, if I get a single leg on you or a double leg on you, you're going down. Yeah. And uh, do you still feel that way as you go as you climb the ranks? Yeah. You just you're- and wrestling. Uh, once I figured it out, so I I figured it out my junior senior year in college. Uh, the game that they play, <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> uh, 
So I understood the technique and I understand the importance of not just getting on the shot, but finishing it. It's two separate things. You know what I mean? So I really worked hard at the finish part. So anytime I get a leg uh, in college, it's hard to get the leg because everybody got good defense. So anytime I was to get on it, I needed to make sure I finish it because it might be the only time I get it in the whole match. You know what I mean? So that's the approach I took. And as far as MMA, it's uh, it's different scenarios. Like you can use the cage, so that can help them. You know, that can help me as well offensively. But, yeah, I feel like uh, any person I grab, I can figure out a way to take them down. I got a wide variety of takedowns, so it's not just a double leg and a single leg. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm really good at upper body throws front headlocks, uh, even low singles. That was my favorite shot. So getting on the ankles, I don't necessarily have to shoot the traditional MMA takedowns that if you don't come from a wrestling background, that that's what you will prepare for, a double leg or a single leg. You know what I mean? The basics of MMA. So like, I kind of understand that if uh, at this level, most MMA fighters are working on that, defending double legs, single legs, cage, defense so i'll i'll try and just do a variety of something they never seen before if i can't get the takedown you know? who was the guy you fought where you got that belt yohi rojas yeah right in that fight i saw something that i saw from your college days and it was just tremendous speed that i don't even see necessarily very often in the ufc that basically when you're wrestling with them you're just everywhere at once you're basically like a tornado and it, it looks like and when I see guys in the UFC, even top guys doing jiu-jitsu or wrestling, you can kind of see the moves unfolding. But that guy, Rojas, you were just swarming him. You were like everywhere. Sure. Everything you defend before, as he's even defending something, you're moving to something else. Yeah. You were like spinning on him and stuff. And uh, yeah, it was, it was some incredible, incredible speed. He, didn't even, he, couldn't get, he couldn't recalibrate or get organized. See, that kid was actually a college wrestler too. Okay. So uh, he actually just fought in the main event for CFFC. So that's a bigger promotion right under the UFC. So uh, he's a he's a good talent. But that kid was a college wrestler. So, okay, so when I approached that fight, I knew he could stop a simple single leg or double leg. So what I do with that is chain wrestle. So one move, I'm assuming he's going to stop that, but I'm already in transition to the next move. So that's called chain wrestling. Like, so I just assume even if he probably couldn't stop it, I wasn't going to that anyways. I just need to get his, get him occupied on defending that while I chain wrestle over here. So you that, see that Josh, I know I'm seeing something, but I don't know what I'm seeing, but hey look man, at look at me. I'm like, you, might, you like should a, be commentating wrestling, bro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need Mo explaining, explaining the shit I see that. I see something here. I don't yeah, know Mo, what, what is it is. going on? But, but something going else on. Me, but something is happening. That guy is doing something and I think I like it. Yeah. I mean, you just didn't let him showcase his talents. You were just all over the fucking place. It was just like crazy. I'm like, fuck, this guy can't even fucking figure out what Mo's doing. Mo's just everywhere. Yeah, that's the... It's all about me on that night. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm not... I don't want to ever get fight of the night, if that makes sense. I want to get performance of the night or knockout of the night or something of that nature. Like, I, I don't want it to be a bloody war. It could go either right. way. You know what I mean? So if he can't showcase his talents, <laughs> that's all. <laughs> <laughs> he 
<laughs> right. That's not your fault. Yeah. Do you have a Do you have a girlfriend? Or actually, maybe it no. is. <laughs> no. No girlfriend. No kids. Is that Is that conscious to not have a girlfriend to keep yourself focused? Yeah. Right now, uh, I feel like I'm not. I don't want to say stable, but not where I need to be. Um, and I'm super close to achieving what I need to achieve. And uh, girls gonna always be there. They been there my whole life <laughs> you know what i mean so like uh but i need this is like i said coming from where i come from like this ain't uh normal you know what i mean to get a shot at the ufc or or mma in general wrestling isn't even big where i'm from you know what i mean so uh i gotta stay focused and i have been uh and i'm cl- super close and uh, i think it'll motivate a lot of people and it has been from where i'm from is is that is that I mean you're 28 you're in your prime um, mating age is yeah that, like does that just require crazy discipline and tell me about your bubble like how you do that like you wake up in the morning you have eggs you go to the gym you don't respond to the DMs you finish working out you take a nap like is there some sort of loop that you're in that just protects you from distractions like girls uh yeah it's just uh self discipline you know what I mean like. I don't want to lose and I don't want to get distracted. Uh, I'm basically fighting for my life every time I'm in there. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, if the right girl comes around and understands what's going on, yes. But right now, like, I'm like super focused, like, because I don't want to lose this. It's not like wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, basically your money go up with the wins, if that makes sense. So I need to, uh, I want to change my lifestyle, so I need to uh, stay disciplined. And I know being disciplined, you get rewarded. I learned that through wrestling. So uh, it's the same thing, you know what I mean? And pretty sure being Navy SEAL is the same. Like if you get, if you put the time in and be disciplined and put aside those urges right now, like you'll be rewarded. And it's been shown throughout my life, like once I do that, Normally, I can get what I want. That's right. Discipline equals freedom, as Jocko would say. Yeah. It's true, man. It's true. It's it's such an it's easy true. thing to think about, but it's it's so true. Like, right? Like, being disciplined in certain aspects of your life gives you freedom to do whatever you want to do. Yeah. And that's what I'm aiming for. You know what I mean? As long as I use up my 20s, work in my 20s like I'm supposed to do. You know what I mean? When I hit 30... <laughs> The party party can start. (laughs) Are are you always refining your habits to become more disciplined? Is it something that you're like constantly? Uh, I just know the pros and cons. uh, You know what I mean? Because you are what decisions you make, if that makes sense. Uh, So me being an undefeated fighter, amateur and pro is based off the decisions I made. You know what I mean? Not... Being not just being a good wrestler, because if you watch me fight, it's it's more there. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I'm winning a lot of fights with my wrestling, is, but uh, it's more there. You know what I mean? So, I'm not undefeated based off wrestling. How about how? What does it take to get into your like training pod into your training camp? Do they do they look at not just your ability but your character? You, my coaches. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where I'm at, strong side is a real good gym. You know what I mean? It's like a family base. I say we only probably got 15 fighters. 
like men and women, you know what I mean? Steep A included. So like, it's not like if you go out to these other big gyms where it's 50 people in there, all of them are in the UFC or, you know what I mean? So you're not really getting that much attention. But at my gym, like I was getting attention when I, I came to the gym when I was a two and no amateur. So like I was, they didn't know too much about me. I had college wrestling teammates who were already on the team and they said, I got a guy who's a wrestler, blase, blase. And they, uh, they seen, uh, I was, I need to work on my stand up more. I had good taekwondo kicks, but, uh, the, the hands, you know what I mean? And when I'm tired, holding them up and everything, that's what, uh, so they focused on like molding me in all aspects of MMA. So like, it wasn't, uh, I think everybody there gets the same amount of attention. You know what I mean? We got all skill levels for some of the people I sparred every day have zero fights. You know what I mean? So like, I don't need to, uh, have a UFC guy in front of me every day. You know what I mean? Or Bellator or whatever. As long as you understand the drills and how to defend yourself to a certain point, like I can work with pretty much everyone. But if you were, if you were screwing off, let's say you, let's say you missed like two practices or you came in smelling like alcohol. Would, would, would one of your coaches or one of your training partners be like, yo, what the fuck, dude? Knock that shit off. That shit's not cool here. Yeah, they would. Cause it's not, uh, cause people don't do that around there. You know what I mean? In that gym. So like, uh, and they know the potential and, and know what we are trying to do here. So if anybody, I got a very, uh, straightforward coach, Marcus Marinelli, you know what I mean? So he, that's one of the reasons I'm there. Like I said, it's not necessarily the training partners. Or the gym is is basically the coaching, you know what I mean? Like he had uh he got Stepe there, Jessica there, Cody Garbrand was at our gym before he went to uh Wow Alpha Male, you know what I mean? So like all of those guys and girls touched the title, you know what I mean? Or fought for it, or you know what I mean? And they all came out of this gym, you know what I mean? So like I believe in uh the coaching, so. I but I'll take if I'm messing off or goofing around there, uh, and they tell me I'm doing too much, then I'm gonna listen. You know what I mean? Because I know they know the way to go. There's accountability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Biggest biggest thing everyone needs is account more accountability. Fact. Mm-hmm. Most of, I apologize. I don't know this. <clears throat> so what? Um, what weight do you fight at, and what do you walk around at? I fight at one thirty five. Uh, mm, okay. I'd probably walk around at 55. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How's that? I mean, how was that compared to like when you were cutting in college? I didn't uh, like, I, so I told you in high school, I was 85 pounds. So I can't even believe that. I know. That's crazy. (laughs) So I uh, I got to find a picture. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, uh, (laughs) and my parents never believed in like cutting weight. So in high school, I think, so I wrestled two years at 103. I wrestled 10. I weighed 95 my sophomore year. Then one, oh gosh. one. I was like 114 my junior year and wrestled 112. 127 my senior year wrestled 125. So I didn't even cut weight because my parents didn't believe in doing all that. You know what I mean? So I kind of wrestled, and that's what I can. So that was made it hard in wrestling in high school because a lot of them were cutting weight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, so when I faced in districts, the top guys, I was 
facing some bigger kids. Naturally. Yeah, dudes are walking around 140 probably. Yeah. 38. So college, I wrestled no less than 141. Really? But I weighed like 148. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like like almost every year, I think my senior year, I was like 151. So I never really had to cut weight that much or even learned how to do it the proper way. Like from 149 to 141, I was just two hard practices of sweating. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I'll be on weight. So to do this... A lot of MMA got the next weight was 145. So I only walk around yeah. 10 pounds heavier. And I would like right. to fight 45, uh, but mm. everybody else is fucking cutting from 170. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. So, like, dude, I know. Like, yeah, the. Am I. That's big. And, uh, so. You're 5'8. You're 5'8. Yep. Okay. The, um, uh, well, the the a guy in my go, comes into my the boxing gym I go to named Wilson Reyes, and so he fought for the title actually at UFC, yeah. and uh, he fought he fought at twenty five, and I, he's fighting now at thirty five, but he walks around at sixty five. I'm like, Ooh. oh my! I mean, he stands next to me, and I'm like, how do you get down to one thirty five? Like, there's no fat on his body whatsoever. He's thick. He's short, you know, like me. But he's thick, but he doesn't – I mean, his legs aren't nearly as big, but, um, you know, he wasn't a crosser where he had to squat every day for like a thousand times. <laughs> right. Uh, <clears throat> but, yeah, like it's it's just it's so impressive to me to see guys like drop that much weight. It's so crazy. Yeah. And so are you going to slowly – like – so you're th- – uh, did you say – I'm sorry, you're five months out? No, no, no. Three months? It'll be three. two months. I'm fighting September okay. 14th. September 14th. Okay. All right. So you're – are you going to like – you're basically just like starting to back down your calorie intake right now and like kind of slowly. Yep. So this is my last week of uh, basically eating whatever I want. You know right. what I mean? So uh, <laughs> so next week I'll start uh, eating all cleaner food. You know what I mean? Because I want two months of my body used to like eating this food. So by the time I diet, I'm like 148, 47. You know what I mean? Just switching up food. You know what I mean? Yep. So, like, once I do that, then I'm 12 pounds away. You know what I mean? So, I'll probably cut yeah. I'll cut that three weeks, two weeks. Yep. You know what I mean? And like, so what, what, what do you think at, at the end? How, like, how much water weight? Like, seven pounds? I try, and do, uh, I try and do no more than 10. Okay. Like, so that's a uh, – so I need to get to uh, walking around weight, like, 146, 145. Gotcha. And then that's just how I like it. I don't like to cut weight fight week. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. A lot right. of people do. I like to save my legs and save my body and heal up. A lot of people wait till that <clears throat> Thursday to drop 20 pounds. You know what I mean? I don't want to do that. I like to chill <laughs> fight week. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> yeah. Josh, what did you weigh your freshman year? Freshman year in high school, I weighed uh, one... He's still one, worried about one, the freshman weight. One, yeah, one twelve. <laughs> you weighed right. one twelve your freshman year. One twelve, yeah. I wrestled one twelve, and so I, I don't think I was cutting anything that I can remember. Do you remember how um, tall you were? Oh, probably five one. I'm only <laughs> five five now, so maybe not even five foot. Who knows? Damn, I can't see. You. I can't see you being that little. It's crazy. Yeah, one twelve. My, my high school. My senior I don't even year, imagine you being born. I just figured your mom just gave birth to you like that. Poor lady. I can see. It. I came out just like this. Goatee and shit. My, and yeah. um, my senior year, I was. I wrestled one thirty. One thirty. One thirty five. And I actually, I wanted to wrestle one thirty. And my my coach was like, 
you could you would be better for the team at 135 and uh, this kid that I used to beat up on he'll be better at 130 for the team it was for the team I love listening to other the two of you guys talk you guys when you guys say stuff like that you know it's, it's, it's so humble the way you guys say it too it's not even like like if I told you a story about how I beat someone up it'd be the greatest story of all time <laughs> you guys just say yeah so this kid I used to beat up on he was a great he was a stud man he, he ended, so he ended up taking second and uh that year and then uh i i took fifth i lost in the semis and then like cried myself to into fifth place (laughs) mo i'm I'm afraid josh is gonna um run off here to some i do i actually have boxing and so i have to leave here in star studded five minutes do you have any um advice for him uh how, how many rounds is your fight josh Six, six three-minute rounds. Yeah, give me, give me some advice. I need six, it. Six three-minute, no headgear, Josh? No headgear, 12-ounce gloves. And this is your first uh, fight? Your first, first, I mean, yeah, your first, first boxing yeah, first, match. Yeah, yeah, first anything other than wrestling. I know you've been in some fights. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay. yeah I looked up his opponent. So he's bigger, okay. he bigger, right? Yeah, bigger. he's like tw- 20, 20 look pounds. Look Mo did more homework than you did, Josh. I know, I know, man. I didn't even look up my opponent either. But I look up yours. I know, man. You're a good dude. No, I just wanted to see. I just wanted to see what was up. So I think, uh, okay, for six three minute rounds. All right. Oh, yeah. So look, this is your first boxing fight, right? So and this dude's too. And this dude's too. Right. Yep. So it's gonna be a lot of like, yeah, intensity. All right. So look, you got to let him wear himself out first. All right. Yeah. You're gonna be the faster fighter, but you got to make it six rounds. Like if you, uh, if you go out there and you just waste your energy y'all both got big muscles you know what i mean so like it's hard to it's hard to last that first that power for six rounds so you gotta have good defense keep your hands up and uh and kind of if you feel him uh going crazy don't Mm. hop into it you know what i mean kind of be defensively responsible and let him wear himself out because 90 percent of look at uh any of the boxing shows that's going on now that you know what I mean? The celebrity boxing, right. like most of them will wear out, you know, and six rounds is a, is a decent time to fight yeah. for, a, uh, for a <clears throat> debut. So I think round three, four is when you, when you can use your speed a little more. Okay. All right. I so like, it. but yeah. you gotta be safe though for the first round <laughs> or two, you know what I mean? Let him go crazy. Let him think he got it. Cause you can win four to two. Right, you know That's what right. I mean. I love it. I love it. That's true. Yeah, exactly. You can win four to two. So use your jab too. The jab yeah. set up everything. So once he start getting tired, keep the jab in his face, and mm. you'll do. I think you'll do good. He was a lot faster. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Thank very much, man. Thank you. Yep. That's awesome. How annoying That's great is it fighting a guy with a good jab? Uh, I'm see. I'm actually long for my weight, so like I use it. Uh, and it's hard to see it in my MMA fights because it's I'm not just boxing, you know what I mean? So uh it's hard to deal with a jab because it set everything else. Most people are uh most people don't understand the importance of the jab, you know what I mean? That it sets everything else up. Uh so like they just being creative on the feet, you know what I mean? Like it's no um I don't wanna say structure, because a lot of guys do have technique, but it's just based off going off the other guy's movement and what's there. Like, if you got a jab, you can force what you want to happen. You know what I mean? Like, he literally has to deal with this first. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But if you don't got a jab, you like, 
you just throwing one single shot or two or uppercut. You know, it's kind of being creative. So when you get tired, you don't have nothing to lean on. You know what I mean? Like, but if you get tired and you got a good jab, that's always going to be there. You know what I mean? Throughout the fight, as long as you understand what is used for it. Yeah. 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 My coach has been kind of saying the same thing where he's like, <clears throat> he's like, if you, if you throw that out there, he's like, it just offsets me. Right. He's like, I'm trying to set something up. And then all of a sudden you disrupt me with a jab. Now I have to reset and like figure out what I want to do now. And it's like, it just, it just upsets, uh, offsets my timing. And, and it don't like have that. to land. Like a lot of people, like I had a hard time with that too. Is like, I didn't think the jab was working because it wasn't landed. So I abandoned it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but it, it could just be right out in front of them, just blinding them. You know what <clears> I mean? <throat> to set up the two. So it don't necessarily have to land. You just got to make them deal with it. Especially if you, uh, if that, if your opponent has a longer reach. Yeah. Now, if his reach is longer than yours, you double the jet. Gotcha. All right. Okay. Oh. Okay. I right. love it. Oh, so I, I can't getting be all the good. I'm getting all the I good. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. be telling everything, but I'm going to help you out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to help you out. <laughs> all right, my man. I love it. We'll have to, we'll have to get on, yeah, on that text message. So you start sending me more info, right? We don't have to, we don't I got have to you. give it all here. Yeah, right? I got Just you. drop me off and start start giving me the, <laughs> the good. Drop me off. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Um, um, when... There's a, there's a ranking that you're in, and it has you ranked as the number. Do you know, do you follow that stuff? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> okay, well, I just I when I I just was just googling around everywhere last last couple of days your name, and there's a ranking that I saw yesterday that was updated like within the last 24 hours, and it had you number three bantamweight in the state of Ohio, number 14 in the Midwest, and number 71 in the United States. Mm-hmm. What who is that stuff that like does that affect you when you see those numbers? Are you like okay, cool? I'm gonna climb up here. I'm gonna climb up there. Or do you just ignore that stuff? What where does how does that fall into your mindset? Yeah, I ignore all that because uh, those people don't even know me. <laughs> like they don't <laughs> like they don't know how what my skill set. You know what I mean? Like and uh, the way the rankings go, I fe- I'm pretty sure you're talking about topology. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think that is it. I think that is it. Yeah, so that go, like, if a guy got more fights than me, he can be ranked number one. He could be, like, 10 and ten and 8, but he ranked ahead of me. You know what I mean? Just because I'm only 5-0 and oh, and he got 18. So, like, I don't really, I, I don't pay attention to that. I just pay attention to the person that signed the contract, and I just got to right. keep winning one fight at a time. So, like, <clears throat> rankings don't really matter. To me, I learned that in college wrestling. So I learned the, uh, a lot of the stuff I'm taking here, I learned from wrestling. You know what I mean? So I beat guys who were ranked in college who were ranked and I wasn't ranked at the time. So I already knew that, you know what I mean? It's just whoever has the better day that whoever step on the mat have a better day or whoever step in the cage and more prepared can get the win. So rankings, I guess that's more so for the fans. Yeah, rankings don't mean shit. That's why they fight the fights. That's why they wrestle the matches. That's why they play the games because day, game day is all that matters. Mm-hmm. Rankings are numbers. Rankings are numbers next to your name. That's yep. it. Yep, yep, yep. Who been there the longest? <laughs> That's right. How did, how did you choose your agent? Or does he choose you? Uh, that's actually a good question because I didn't, uh, I didn't believe in agents, even though I kind of went to college to be one. (laughs) Like I didn't, uh, (laughs) I didn't, uh, or I didn't think I needed one at this point in my career. So before LFA, I got into LFA when I was three and no pro. So, uh, 
he actually managed the guy that I made my LFA debut against. So, and then I beat that guy, and then I started hearing from him. You know what I mean? A lot of managers were hitting me up, but uh, the package, I guess, didn't seem right, or I didn't feel like I needed one right now because I'm not bringing in no money. You know what I mean? Uh, it's Corona time. Like, the opportunities are, like, slim, even though that's a major reason why I did choose a manager at that time. Uh, I'll tell you that in a minute, but... Jason, uh, I just felt like he uh, he had all the packages, you know, everything that I needed to hit from a manager. He had it, you know what I mean? He's gotten me opportunities, and I signed with him last October, and it's not even been a year, you know what I mean, that I'm getting a chance on the uh, Dana White Contender Series. And then before this in April, I'll tell this story real quick. Uh I was on the Ultimate Fighter show, and I was supposed oh. to. Uh, they that's going on right now, so I was supposed to be on that. And then two days before I was supposed to fly out, I failed the Corona test. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, wow. yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. That so that's. Sucks. Did you have any symptoms after they told me? <laughs> but, <laughs> but, during, but I don't mean crying. I don't mean crying. I yeah. Mean, like, did you have any like real symptoms? Yeah, I, literally after they told me. Like, uh, I noticed them probably like the next day, you know, I was like, okay, this, this, and, but I was already in training camp. I was already finishing up a training camp, you know what I mean? Cause I was about to fly mm -hmm. out the vase. So like, I was already in shape, like ready to fight. But once they told me that probably a day or two, I felt, I did feel a little different. I didn't, I still felt like I could fight, but I knew I wasn't, uh, I knew something was different. Man, you always feel like you can fight. I have a feeling. Yeah, yeah. for my life. <laughs> right, <laughs> my exactly. for my life. So how do wow, you, how, how do you, so like how are you making over the last like since you've been fighting since sixteen, right? How have you made money? Have you had other jobs or have you? Yeah, yeah. I, I took all <laughs> type of jobs that would let me have the uh, time to do this. So right now, I work mm -hmm. at a mortgage company. I'm assistant to a loan officer. He actually owns the company. So okay. like, he's uh, been there. I was a loan. I was a loan officer. Yeah, I don't want to be a loan officer yet. You know what I mean? Because the time. <laughs> you don't. Because the you time. You don't ever want to be a loan officer. <laughs> no, ever. They gonna listen to this and be like. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so I'm assistant to one. I do basically whatever he need uh, a few times a week. Uh, he's very flexible. You know what I mean? Let me. Whatever I got coming up, I'm allowed to uh, do that. You know so, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. when you say you do whatever he needs, like like he'll be like, "Hey, this person hasn't paid their mortgage this month," and you go knock on their no, door. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. No, like I'm his assistant. So he runs the company. You know what I mean? So like he got many loan officers in the bill. You know what I mean? So uh, like he also like it's a continuing education department that I run. You know what I mean? So like all the attorneys and lawyers need their education. So that's kind of what I'm doing now is getting them their certificates for uh, he runs the seminars. They attend the seminars. So I'm getting them their certificates for that. So like basically whatever he needs, calls, emails, you know what I mean? Just whatever he needs so I can keep doing what I do, basically. Exactly. So like I'm blessed to uh, have it. I'm blessed to find a job like this you know what i mean that's flexible yeah, enough yeah. to uh do because i i didn't want to uh go right into my degree uh dream job i guess uh because 
Like once I start working, I'm gonna be working the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Fighting is a uh, fighting is little window. You know what I mean? So whatever I whatever job or anything I need to take to do this right now, you know what I mean? I already got my degree, I already went to school, all of that. So this is what I'm focused on. Whatever is helping paying the bills. And he was also a he wrestled at Oklahoma State. I knew oh, it. Yeah. That was going to be my yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what's his attraction to you? I yeah, 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 yeah. So, you guys are in a brotherhood, it's, man. You wrestlers. I it's wrestlers all in Josh. it. Yep. Yeah. You got to follow me, Josh. I'm going to follow you, too. Uh, yeah, I will, right. man. I will, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Love um, it, man. So, so that's, that's great that you said that, that he was a wrestler. And so you guys bonded on that. And he understands the discipline and hard work. So it's like, that's your application, right? Yeah. One wrestler to another. He knows, okay, this guy's no joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In an article I read, it said – I want to come back to the Contender Series too. But in an article I read, it said that basically you, you were tra- – if I understood it right, um, and feel free to unfuck me here. Um, you were training. You couldn't afford your training. And so basically that's why you started fighting to make some cash to pay for your training. So it's kind of like this weird relationship or no? Uh, you're talking about wrestling. All right. So – Oh, re- wrestling. Okay. So yeah. after I wanted to uh, do the freestyle circuit, like – so I graduated in 2015. So 2016 was like the Olympic year. So I wanted to try that, you know what I mean? Uh, freestyle Greco, but where I'm at in Cleveland is great wrestlers, wrestling, but the freestyle Greco scene to be on that level is not there. You know what I mean? I got to travel to Columbus at Ohio State or I went to, uh, Penn University, uh, their wrestling club, uh, with Brian Dolph. I don't know if you guys ever heard of him. Uh, mm-hmm. but he's a coach up there. I went up there. So like I was doing a lot of traveling, but I wasn't like, make i was spending money to train you know what i mean because i had to like if i wanted to do this i had to travel to go places to get the training to compete on that level and then it wasn't uh it was just too much to do like i'd rather fight and make the money you know what i mean than spending it and i don't know that's how that went are you living at home with your parents right now no 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 i got a roommate uh we i'm living in cleveland and, oh, and, you're, and how far is that from Canton? An hour, and I'm 20 minutes from the gym. The gym is in Independence, Ohio. Josh, Josh and I have this other podcast. It's called the Josh, Matt, and Sevon Show, and uh, and the other guy is a five-time CrossFit Games champion. And one of the funny things about him is is that he he stayed in his parents' basement as he won world championships <laughs> until he was 30. I think he was like 29. Cent. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And now he's killing it, man. Yeah, but he, it. if you asked him, hey, would you move back in with your parents? He'd he'd be like, yeah, sure. He'd say yes. He'd bring his he'd bring his girlfriend there. This guy. I mean, some there. people got the luxury to do that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if you got yeah. the luxury to to live with your parents that long and everything is paid for, taken care of, you know what I mean? And, and they understand the goal and. Cause this world, I mean, it's an expensive world out here. You know what I mean? So like, whatever you got to do, especially if you're chasing a goal, you know what I mean? It's hard to, uh, support yourself and put in a hundred percent in that. You know what I mean? So that's why I said when I was looking for a job, it had to be something to coordinate with this or allow me to do this. So him staying at his parents, I, I can't do that. My mom would be like, F fighting, go. <laughs> you got to get a job. You know what I mean? Get so, a job at Starbucks. Yeah, something. Like, you got to do something. So, uh, yeah, kudos to that, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm so sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I showed up late. I 
really apologize. No worries, Josh. I apologize. I'm stoked I have to you leave. made it, buddy. What's that? So stoked you made it. No, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm so glad too. Very nice to meet you, Mo. You I am brother. so fired up to watch your fight now in the Contender Series. I wish you all the luck in the world, and I will definitely be following you and so uh, and keeping up. You too, brother. So, Good luck with yours. Remember what I said. I, <laughs> that's right. I will. I will for sure. All right. All right, hey, as soon as he gets off, I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. Whether you think I just hit hang up, right? All right. Yeah, just hit hang up, and then we'll talk, start talking shit behind your back. <laughs> Good. Do it. Do it. <laughs> that's funny. All um, right, brother. There, there was something. So, how do you think he's going to do? I mean, it's two, it's two untested guys. What <laughs> decides the winner in a fight like this? And, and the guy is bigger. And man, the guy he's fighting is so talented. Yeah. So, uh, when you got two new guys like that, uh, then you just throw them in front of the world. You know what I mean? Emotions will come into play. Nervousness will come into play. So, it's more so who can control that. So, he comes in more calm. And that's why I was saying, let that guy. Use his emotions and fight emotional and you be calm and weather the storm. You know what I mean? And then you can start working because he is a bigger dude. So you want to be safe. You know, you got to make sure you're safe. You don't want to get knocked out in front of the world. And first round is the most dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, and Josh has obviously been in other life and death situations. Um, so, so obviously years of wrestling, but then as a SEAL, he was obviously put in some precarious situations. So I guess he has that. I mean, it, it, nothing's worse than what he's already done in life, right? Nothing's right. more. Right, right, right. So, so I, I think he'll be ready though. Like just from the videos I've seen, uh, I think Josh is more quicker. You know what I mean? I feel like skill level they probably near the same, but I think if he can outsmart him and not just bang with him, I think he can be successful. Yeah, this other guy is, is pretty smart too. Um, what do you think about the other fight, this Thor and Eddie Hall fight? I don't think that one to go – well, how, I don't know how many rounds that is, but if that's six rounds, I think three rounds max, one of them would go down. Those some big boys. Because of how hard they hit and how much oxygen they consume? Yeah, I think they're going – like, same thing. I think the nerves come into play with them too, you know what I mean? So, uh, And they're all athletes and used to competing, but boxing in front of the world, you know what I mean, risking it, that's, it's a different feeling. So – uh I think those two big guys, I think it'll be super entertaining. But I don't think it'll last six rounds. I definitely think one of them going down. <laughs> did, did you did you scrap as a kid or were you pretty you avoided that stuff? Uh I did when I had to, but I was I'm pretty chill, you know what I mean? My brother I'm the middle one, so you know what I mean? Both of them was the was the while I had to be even killed, you know. <laughs> keep keep the keep the yeah. Peace. So like when I had to, but I wasn't out just fighting. I already I wrestled in the Taekwondo as a young age, so I already knew how tough I was. You know what I mean? People in the city knew, you know what I mean? What we did. So like we ain't really have too much problems, but when we did, we handled it. Uh, but we wasn't out here looking for trouble. Yeah. Good. That's interesting. You said that. I never thought of that. I wonder if some people do fight on the streets just to, because they want to be tested. Yeah. They want to test what they have. Yeah. Millions of people do. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like when you, uh, I never thought of it like that. I always thought it was just like two angry people who couldn't get their fucking shit straightened out. So they would fight it out. But you're right. But what you're saying, he makes even more sense. It's young men who just wanted like, they did some shadow boxing in the mirror. They work out in the gym and now they want to see what happens if they get. In a yeah, fight. yeah. That's very possible. You know what I mean? But, like, when you grow up in the gym, grow up in the wrestling mat, like, you know your level. 
you know what I mean? So you, you, you're, you're humble. I would say like you, you don't, you know, that guy down the street don't, don't know much. You know what I mean? He just talking his, his mouth. But so you, you, you tend to be calm in most situations because you already know what can happen. And, uh, like I, I was cool with every neighborhood in my city, people all around, you know what I mean? So, uh, so was my brother. So we really didn't have too much, uh, too many fights, I would say, but, uh, we always handled ours when we had to. I'll say that. Tell me about the contender series. And so, so you, so you, so you said you liked the package that Jason presented. I guess that just means that he checked all the boxes of what you saw. He basically laid out a career path for you and you're like, okay, this, this guy understands me. Mm-hmm. So you sign with him. And then does he tell you that he's going to try to get you on the contender series? Or all of a sudden you get a text message, holy shit, dude, you better call him. And you call him and he's, he says Merry Christmas? No, he didn't. Uh, see, it's almost, I don't really even, like the contender series, like what I just went through with the, uh, like I'm super excited, don't get me wrong. Uh, but like what I just went through with the corona and then, like it's like getting my hopes up. You know what I mean? So oh, okay. like, so like, you'll believe it when you yeah. see it. You're like, hey, I'm supposed to be an ultimate fighter, and I yeah, didn't. yeah, yeah. So like, but I know, oh, okay. but Jason, he got me the opportunity right away. You know what I mean? So no matter what, he's doing his job. You know what I mean? So no matter what I'm feeling like, he's doing what he's supposed to do, and that's all I can ask. You know what I mean? And he is getting me the opportunities. Uh, after I fought that first LFA fight, my second, the one I fought in December, the Slam. Uh, he got that fight for me. That was a tough, tough fight. You know what I mean? Uh, and he, he got me on the ultimate fighter. So less than a year, like this is my second opportunity. I'll say. Yeah. You know, they, I hate to use this cheesy line, but they say everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And it's, uh, it'll be interesting to see it, I, I'm guessing that going this, the route of the contender series to the UFC is easier than the ultimate fighter, but the ultimate fighter would bring <clears throat> more prestige, meaning that more eyeballs would see yeah. it, would know who you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's pros and cons, but also like, uh, like even in wrestling, I kind of did worse in tournaments just from the day, you know, long days and sometimes I, rounds I didn't feel like wrestling or whatever. So like dual mat, dual matches, one on one, you know, one match, I always did. Well, like I'm almost probably a hundred percent and wins and that. So like fighting is like perfect because it's only one fight, you know what I mean? So contenders was a I would prefer that over the ultimate fighter, but like you say, ultimate fighter comes with a little more, you know what I mean? So I was looking forward to that and uh and just showing the world what I can do against different type of prospects, you know what I mean? But this one, uh I like I said I haven't really looked him up yet, but he undefeated, uh, and I'm sure he's gonna be a tough fight because uh, he wants the contract too. So, right, right, fighting uh, one time, I think that's more of my style anyway. So I'm not complaining. Do you have goals or is it just habits? Like I like my whole life I always hear about people who have goals, 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 and I'm like, shit, I've never really had any goals in my life, but I am very <laughs> disciplined and I have very good habits. And I'm always one of my habits is always to refine my other habits. But I feel like I'm more like Forrest Gump. Like you know how he just runs and they're like, Where are you going? He goes, I'm just running. 
And it's so like people ask me, what's your goal with the podcast? I don't have any goals with the podcast, but I'm running. I put my head down. I do one a week. I'm watching it explode. Um, yeah. But I don't have any goals. I just have good habits. I, I, and I'm having fun. I don't think nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Uh, as long as you keep going. Right. I think uh, for fighting, though, I do have like getting into the UFC is a goal. You know what I mean? I right. can't just I can't just keep running. You know what I mean? Because there's millions of people right. I can fight out here in the regional scene. You know what I mean? I, I you do gotta hit marks in fighting. I'll right. say because it is levels. So I mean, I'm pretty sure like you'll come up with some goals for your podcast because this levels the podcast right. too. <laughs> and and, may, and maybe you just maybe you just help me think more clearly. Like I definitely had goals. Like hey, I like the UFC. Why am I not talking to UFC fighters? I like the UFC. Why am I not talking? Like I like fighting. Why am I not talking to these guys? So in that way, I guess I do have goals. It's like what you said. You're just pursuing. You want to, and you inherently want to test yourself. It seems like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to reach the highest level. Like if I'm putting in this much work, I gotta reach the highest level. You know what I mean? Because I know what I'm sacrificing. Right. There was a. There was a. Uh, something you said. Um, in one of the interviews, you said, I, I don't know if it was before a fight, but, um, maybe when you, before you took your first fight, you said, I asked God before I went to bed, um, give me a reason not to fight. And you woke up and you went and fought. So you didn't get the reason. <laughs> what is your, are, are you a religious man? What, what is your relationship with like God? Did you have some sort of epiphany? Did you have a dark moment that turned you that way? Or did you, um, were you raised that way? I, I was raised that way. Uh, Christian. Uh, I just, I think I kind of have my own, I grew up in the church, but I ha- I haven't been in a while. You know what I mean? I kind of feel like I got my own relationship with God. So, uh, and I talk to him whenever I can in my own way. You know what I mean? Like you got your own relationship. I think everybody has their own relationship. Uh, so like that quote, uh, I knew what I went through in wrestling. You know what I mean? So I knew like, if I'm going to do this, like, I got to be 100% again, you know what I mean? So uh, the quote came from basically if uh, it was, I asked God, yeah, it was similar to that. I forgot if this is for me or something like that and uh, to give me a sign. And next day I went to a gym, you know what I mean? So I wanted to, if this ain't for me, I don't want to get out there and embarrassing myself and getting punched on and doing all this stuff if it ain't for me you know what i mean so uh and i also ask them don't let me into the ufc or the higher level until i'm ready you know what i mean until like i don't want to be somebody just getting in there because uh my wrestling background like that's a lot of that happens a lot guys who are national chance shoot straight up to the contenders or ufc and get their butts beat because they skip the whole a whole <laughs> lot, basically. You know what I mean? Just up, just going based off of their wrestling reputation, and it's mixed martial arts. You know what I mean? So like, I'm very thankful that I uh, that I'm 28 and I'm getting this opportunity. You know what I mean? So like, I know I've been through everything. I'm not 21 years old. You know what I mean? Like I uh, I feel like I'm ready now. Like if you'd asked me even at 24, I probably would have said I'm ready, but Looking back, I wasn't to compete at the highest level. I'm saying, yes, I may have won some fights or whatever, but 
I want to be a champion. You know what I mean? I want to compete at the highest level. That's what I'm asking. Don't let me get there until I'm ready. You know what I mean? Don't let me get there. God, that's wise. Man, that's smart, right? Yeah, so. Like, hey, prepare me for tomorrow. Don't, but don't bring tomorrow until I'm prepared. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> I'm excited for tomorrow. Yeah, that's great. Um, did you, this, this, um, this relationship you say you have with God, it, it, did it come through dark times? Did it come through evolution? Uh, probably both. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, I've been through some dark times, you know, uh, I think a lot of us have. And, uh, a lot of people, uh, don't know how to get through that dark place. You know what I mean? So instead of like going through it, they go backwards and doing stuff they ain't used to, you know what I mean? Like, so I, the environment I grew up with, I seen what, what, uh, what can happen. You know what I mean? If you don't do the right things to get out that dark place. And the dark place can be anything to us individual. You know what I mean? That that's a dark place or a spot that we don't want to be in in life. So, uh, like, I'm not perfect. My record is perfect. But, you know what I mean? Like, I got to deal with real life issues, too. I'm not in the UFC. You know what I mean? I'm not making life-changing uh, money. You know, it's a fight and help get me through that dark place. You know what I mean? So, like, me... Yeah, I think the relationship with God just came from being raised that way and uh and having experience in those dark places like putting my faith in God got me out of this. You know what I mean? So like so each time I know uh and give thanks when I'm doing well. You know what I mean? So like not just in a dark place, but understand that you gotta give both sides. Are you gonna have kids? Yeah, I'm gonna have kids. They're going to be just like me. Of- <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to have a lot of kids? No, nah, I'm too chill to have a lot of kids. <laughs> so I'll probably have <laughs> two or three, you know what I mean? But I got to make sure I'm in a, a right spot, you know what I mean? I can't just bring kids in the world because I want to have kids, you know what I mean? Like, I got to, if I bring kids in the world right now, I'm balancing a lot of stuff, you know what I mean? So uh, they going to come, though. <laughs> For sure. It's funny you say that you have to be in the right spot because I, I knew I would never have kids and I knew I would never get married. And then at 39, my girlfriend who I'd had for 15, 20 years said, hey, I want a kid. I was like, sure, that, let's do one. <laughs> and you're right. You nailed it. I was in the right spot. She could have said it two years earlier and I'd have been like, no. Yes. I, I can't do it. But I was at 39. I was in the right spot. And then now I'm 49. I got three little boys and it's it's there's nothing See, yeah, I think you did it right. You should ask your mom and dad, was there anything better than me and my three brothers? <laughs> They're going to be like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Nah. No way. It's all water under the bridge now. Yeah. Man. Well, Mo, uh, we are an hour and 22 minutes. Really? I'm so stoked Josh made it. Um, you're a cool dude. Uh, this was fun. Uh Maybe I'll bug you again. Uh, no low stress, but I'll bug you again before the contender yep. series. Oh, oh, yeah. One question. How come I can't find it? Like, I must have Googled a di- hundred different things. Mo Miller's next fight. Mo uh, Miller's next fight. Like, look, and I can't find anything. The so I felt a li- UFC, yeah. I'm not sure how they, like I said, it's been five months since I've known about it. Okay. So, like, the contenders is each week starting, I think, August. Okay. So, like, they got to get those guys. You know what I mean? Before 
it's more contender fights before mine. So, like, as far as them announcing, okay. I don't know. Like I said, that's why I ain't even look them up. <laughs> My opponent can change. I don't, I don't know what they got going on, but, uh, source for me and my manager the Brandon guy is the next fight in September so uh okay cool and did you say September 14th tentatively? 14th that should be on a Tuesday yes okay and where is it is it in Vegas yes they're all in Vegas uh the contenders yes okay cool will Jason come out there with you for that he live in Vegas so yeah so yeah that's another reason (laughs) he parted it that's cool yeah that's cool all right well i'll bug you if you're too busy super low stress i'd love to talk to you okay cool man hell yeah um 